All right, let's just pray again before we begin um, our meeting. Um, As we begin our meeting, we are going to um, start with a pastor's report here right off the bat, but let's pray once again as we begin. Father, we thank you for uh, this opportunity to, to gather here again in our monthly members meeting and to engage in um, together as members of the church using our gifts for uh, your glory and for the good of believers here and our church and people in our community that the witness of the gospel would go out from our walls. As we look back um, at this past year, Lord, we just pray that you would um, encourage us now at the beginning of our meeting during this report, uh, and Lord, that you would just bless the rest of our meeting as well. We say this in Jesus' name, amen. Well, we did this report last year and covered two years through the pandemic, 2020 to 2021. This year, we're just going to be focusing in on 2022, and this is just really a summary of a lot of good ministry that has been going on here at First Baptist Church in the past year, and we're going to be looking um, at a variety of different categories, and I'm just going to walk us through each one of them, as you see uh, in, in the report there, and to be encouraged by the ministry of the word and the ministry, gospel ministry going on here at our church. Because we want to make sure, as a church, that we're being faithful to Scripture. Um, we look to Scripture for all of our priorities. Um, and and if, we, if you see in our church bulletin, you see the priorities of First Baptist Church focusing in on what, what I believe Scripture, what we believe Scripture points forward for us to be really caring a lot about. A lot of churches care about a lot of different things and emphasize a lot of different things. We, we seek to root that in Scripture. So as we go through each of these, notice the passages of Scripture we're looking at and notice how we're implementing that throughout the year so that we might, you know, as a church, practice even what we preach, do what God calls us from the Word, and then make sure that, that we're doing that uh, in, in trust of the Lord. So let's just start here with uh, point number one, in, in the report, as we looked at, first and foremost, at First Baptist Church of Gallatin, the word was preached. A church that doesn't preach the word is not a true church. Some churches have gone the fad of ignoring the preaching of the word, emphasizing other things. That's a mistake. That's a huge mistake. Look at 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 2 um, for this. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be ready, in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. We preach the word here at First Baptist Church of Gallatin. And to start, we're going to look at our Sunday morning worship services for the past year here at the church. We finished up, as you can see there, our Galatians series titled Gospel-Centered Justification, finished up with the 20th and final sermon this past year through the entire book, focusing in on that age-old question of how can sinful men and women become right before God? The book of Galatians showed us that over and over again. We also looked together on Sunday morning uh, at Christian friendships, who, what, and why, in a kind of short series Um, really kind of springboarding from our Galatians series as we stumbled upon Christian friendships and looked at that important theme in the Bible. Uh, On Easter, we kind of dove into this theme of 
apologetics and giving reasons or answers for the reality of the resurrection there and that quick Easter apologetics. That's a theme that will continue throughout the year as we had good opportunities to defend the faith in a variety of ways at First Baptist Church of Gallatin, which is really important for believers to be strengthened in that. Um, Dr. Samuel Parkinson came and he shared with us about the Gulf Theological Seminary in Abu Dhabi and also preached a really stirring sermon from Romans 15 on the Great Commission and missions titled The Holy Ambition. What a blessing that was um, early on in the year. And then I followed that up with a sermon titled Gospel Motivated Partnerships, which kind of turned into like a little series there on, on, on missions, focusing in on our um, domestic our local, domestic, and international partnerships, mainly diving into the um, cooperative program of the Southern Baptist Convention, but then also looked at other important partnerships that we make as a church. Uh, we also were able to hear from uh, CEO Gary Bates, CEO of Creation Ministries International, if you remember. He came to focus on that, some more defense of the faith and apologetics, preaching two messages One, dealing with kind of the dinosaur fossil evidence, if you remember, and then another just on biblical worldview between atheism and and a theistic or Christian worldview, a biblical worldview. From then, we naturally moved on with the theme of creation, biblical creation there, and with the theme, of course, of our VBS this this summer, we focused in on the issue of uh, the image of God. We looked at uh, two sermons in Psalm 139, on wonder, titled Wonderfully Created, two sermons um, on the great work of God in creating us in his image. And then we moved on from there, and two more sermons on abortion worldviews, of course, with the recent Dobbs decision overturning Roe versus Wade. At that level, it was very fresh, and it still is. And so looking at a pro-choice worldview and what leads to that and pro-life worldview. More apologetics this year to kind of... Uh, hopefully bolster believers, strengthen us in our, in our convictions. And then we moved on, um, as, as the Lord was leading, um, to a sermon series on the issue of depression, anxiety, despair, and just helping those in those situations. It's titled Downcast. Um, this is a four-part series dealing with these difficult problems that people face, hopefully showing uh, biblical compassion and care for all of us to be, have awareness about what people face in these ways, if you remember that, um, that was a blessing to, to do. And we, we went on kind of providentially through that in the passing of my uh, father-in-law, um, dealing with a, a sermon along those lines on the issue of the brevity of life and death and how the scriptures encourage and point us towards uh, a view of life as it relates to that. Pastor Wood, this past year, Finished his first sermon series since he's been at First Baptist Church, I believe, right, Wood? Through the book of Jude. Six total sermons he's preached this year. He finished up the last two. Thank you for that. Just dealing with um, the importance of defending the faith against false teachers, which ties into the apologetic dynamic that we've been seeing even this past year in a few uh, topical series. Uh, We've also started Matthew, our second series in Matthew, chapter 8 through 17 now, titled Kingdom Power, seeing God, God's miraculous work through Jesus and his mighty miracles and power. And we've begun that uh, uh, about eight sermons in this year. Praise the Lord for that. And then there are many different individual one-off sermons preached by various different people on Sunday morning um, from myself to Pastor Wood uh, to Scott uh, Ernest and Micah Sidebottom, Kyle Taft, and even 
Last week, as you were here, our DOM, Keith Corrick, uh, preached as well. It's a blessing to hear from different gifts in the body, and it's amazing that a, that a normative-sized church of, of, like ours has gifted brothers to, to fill the pulpit and preach, not just to kind of fill in, but to preach to edify the body. Don't take that for granted. Be encouraged by that. I know I am. Uh, then we move on from our Sunday morning. So those are some of the sermon titles for this past t- uh, tiles from this past year uh, to our Sunday evening prayer service. During our Sunday evening prayer service, um, uh, we prayed. Uh, we, we, we the sermons were preached. We sung and we responded in prayer. Uh, various shorter sermons, kind of tied to our Robert Murray McShane preaching plan, preached by a variety of people, myself and Wood and Scott and and Kyle as well. Um, Based on where we were at in the reading plan, if those of you who are doing that, it kind of would coincide in the evening. We would have a shorter devotional sermon. Sermons, as you can see, they're preached from a good variety, right? From Revelation, Matthew, Proverbs, Colossians, 1 Timothy, Isaiah, Psalms, Ephesians, 2 Timothy, 1 Peter. It's nice to get a little variety through the McShane reading Old Testament, New Testament, a variety of different places. Of course, also now during our monthly business meeting, today is our monthly business meeting, but uh, we're not doing teaching from the Baptist faith and message, um, but um, started that before, preached an additional seven um, during our monthly um, services this, this year through the Baptist faith and message. We've got five remaining, so Lord willing, hopefully sometime, hopefully early next year, depending on how weather affects our meetings and things of that nature, hopefully we'll finish up all 18 articles to the Baptist Faith and Message um, during our monthly business meeting. The word was preached, truth was proclaimed. Of course, also in our REACH youth ministry, um, Pastor Wood has been taking um, the youth group through a variety of different topics, as you can see there, confirming your faith. This is an interactive discussion about knowing what you believe. This is a Sunday school um, topic. And then also looking at the life of Christ and Jesus's ministry throughout the year. Also working through the Gospel Project, as you can see there, which is a good curriculum and discussion. Um, They also studied Psalm 23, a video series with Matt Chandler this past year in Sunday school. Um, there were missions nights where they would focus on discussing and praying for the Parkinson family, for instance, the, the Hill family, who we talked about this morning, who's in Southeast uh, Asia, um, the North American Mission Board, and the IMB, kind of giving um, handles for our younger people to be aware of what our denomination does and, and how we're partnering as a church, which is really, really great. Um, there were also Q&A nights, which is really good for, for youth, as you can imagine, uh, bringing their kind of questions about the Bible and the culture and just whatever type questions that they may have for discussion and they would engage. Of course, also there were topical discussions throughout the year with the youth dealing with issues such as vaping or suicide, bullying, issue of love, kindness, and more. And so the word was preached at First Baptist Church of Gallatin, and that gives us a a summary there. And you can see um, and be reminded there in in the pastor's report. Number two, people were discipled. Um, We want the word to go forward, of course. Expository preaching is one of our centered commitments, but also intentional discipleship is as well. Let's look at Matthew 28, 18 for an emphasis here from the scriptures. It says this, and Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you, 
Behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. The Great Commission is the going, making of disciples, and then teaching and continuing to teach, which as I pointed out before, the Great Commission is also being worked out in each and every individual local church as Christians are taught to be more like Jesus and discipled as we go. These are really important things for churches to be emphasizing. We had um, some more table talks here. Um, we had a 12 additional meetings this past year um, and uh, a couple-hour meetings with one group that started way back in 2020. Some of you are here who were part of that initial group. Um, the plan is to wrap up that meeting, that group meeting this next year. It'll be over 60 um, meetings since 2020 of intentional discipleship um, with, with these and uh, Praise the Lord for that good ministry. Then we also had two additional semesters this year of our co-ed intentional discipleship table talks. I could, I, I could see how small it is on the, on the screen, so probably the best thing would be to look at your paper there because that's really, really, really tiny up there. But we had the co-ed table talks. Guys and, 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 and ladies were uh, invited to come, and during our spring and fall semesters, um, we had 13 between those semesters, two-hour meetings on the topics of what is a healthy church, and then also rediscover church, kind of rediscover church coming out of the pandemic, um, great discussions, uh, and then also discipleship topics of conflict resolution and peacemaking and other principles of biblical counseling and discipleship, including how in the world do people change? What does that change process look like from a biblical worldview? Those were all discussed there as well, including some doctrine or theological discussion as well. Those were, were great and look forward to spring 2023 coming up here uh, in, a, in a couple of months. So um, praise the Lord for that. We also had Sunday um, morning Bible studies or Sunday school Bible studies where more intentional discipleship was had. We have four adult co-ed classes taught by Jim Roos, Daryl Wilkinson, Daryl Critton will also teach quite often in that class, Jeremy Ripple, and then also um, Rick Willett. Um, and then we also have two children's classes um, taught by Scott Ernest, and then um, the, the littler ones taught by Mandy Ripple, and um, one youth class, of course, taught by Wood Marshall, and I know Ashley is really involved in that on Sunday morning as well. Great teaching, discussion, prayer, fellowship in all of them. These are important things for us to have going on in our church, and thank God for that ministry throughout the year in 2022. Um, we also had weekly staff devotions. The Word of God is going out in a variety of different areas. Myself and Wood and Bobby and Ashley would regularly discuss. I mean, there's certain weeks where we were somewhere out of the office, and so it wasn't actually every week, but we would always have something scheduled and discuss really important um, topics and encourage one another in the faith. Um, our pioneer clubs, uh, we have, there's great teaching there. Those of you who serve in there um, are encouraged to disciple and evangelize with the word of God. Uh, of course, our Wednesday Reach Youth Group, um, we already talked a little bit about the teaching and preaching ministry, but more discipleship and evangelism and engagement is going on in that ministry. Uh, this past year, we also um, saw uh, one new baptism and someone becoming a, a member also during that, uh, and then total, including the, that member, there were six new members added to the membership process as they went through what is it we believe as a church in terms of our doctrine and in terms of our church covenant, and also making that agreement that we will be caring for one another's discipleship. The congregation voting and saying, we're going to care for these new members. The members also agreeing to care about the individual discipleship of the members of our church. That is really important, and 
edifying and great that we saw this past year. Uh, Vacation Bible School, mentioned that before a little bit, but we looked at the sanctity of human life dealing with this apologetics, giving a defense. It's not, a, not apologies, if you've ever heard that. It's not, we're not making apologies. We are, we are giving a defense for the faith, giving a reason for the hope that is in us, as we see from Peter. Um, and, and we do that, um, and we did that in our VBS with, with the little ones as we engage in this very important topic. What a blessing that was, and I know many were involved in that, and discipleship happen. Um, and then some of our church members attended and were invited to the Nine Marks, a lot of them conference, and, and some attended at Midwestern in February of 2022. There's going to be another Nine Marks of a Healthy Church conference coming up here in February, if you want the dates. Everyone here is invited. In fact, everyone in our church is invited. And not only are you invited, but I'm going to cover the expense with the pastor reimbursement of the conference for anybody who wants to go. Please, It will be encouraging. We've had others who have been to them in the past. Um, uh, Come to that if you have more questions. And then we'll also go out to barbecue somewhere really good together and eat a bunch of food. And I'll be covering that through that as well. So look forward to that uh, coming up. More opportunity to disciple. Um, You know, it's important as we think about discipleship that, you know, your pastors are also emphasizing their own discipleship, of course. So I um, was able to attend the Together for the Gospel conference earlier this year to be encouraged as a pastor and also at ACBC Biblical Counseling Conference just for continued growth and edification. Um, in our deacons meeting, Micah would regularly lead a devotion um, for us, which is part of discipleship and teaching the, and applying the word. Um, Daryl Wilkinson also had taught, and Mike also had filled in at different times teaching edifying um, monthly devotions in those meetings. Those of you who've been in teenagers know that this is such a sweet ministry led by Doug and Shirley Laney of, of gospel-centered resources and ministry fellowship, but then also individual growth and discipleship as we apply the word of God to each other in that meeting. That was, that was a great thing in 2022. Um, we also um, had a opportunity to be a part of a, a few of us just recently. I mentioned that today. Um, an opportunity to, to lead a devotion and prayer and pray for other missionaries together. That was important for our discipleship, those who are members of our church, praying for missionaries and, and uh, the Asia-Pacific realm on a video call. But it was also, I think, edifying for them and their discipleship. And just be aware that there'll be other opportunities for new people to be invited to those prayer video meetings maybe in the future. Hopefully we'll get another opportunity next year and, and maybe you might be someone who would come on that video call and pray for uh, missionaries overseas, which really, really is encouraging. Um, Pastor Wood and myself had a, a weekly meeting um, where we would review the service, the sermon, the, every aspect of the service, as well as plan for new services as we lead as pastors, discussion, and then prayer for the church, prayer for each other. This is really, really important for pastors to be doing. Uh, and then uh, also to get uh, encouragement and accountability, um, had a regular meeting with another pastor friend where we'd pray for one another and encourage each other in, in the ministry. So important for us to be doing that. Pastor Wood was discipling a, a young man yeah, as a, who's a youth pastor that we met on our cohort, and he made a priority to, to, to uh, be there for a, another pastor who went from being, I think, a youth pastor on and, and having to kind of step in, in in different ways and had reached out, and they, they created a friendship, and he was using his gifts to disciple him as well, which is such a, a blessing. 
Um, Pastor Wood and I um, went on to the Level 2 cohort for practical shepherding, and that was uh, twice a month, a bi-monthly, hour-long meeting, a video cohort call with other pastors in the Midwest led by another seasoned pastor. We had about 20 of those meetings talking about a variety of ministry things going on, praying for one another, encouraging one another, all really important of uh, discipleship. Um, Wood and I also, at the beginning of the year, went to the pastor's retreat with practical shepherding, which was really edifying for us to be connecting together and to be encouraged by other pastors and, and uh, to be able to meet in person some of these guys that we met through the cohort. And that, was, that was a blessing. Uh, and then I was able to finish up uh, 50 hours of um, uh, supervised biblical counseling supervision with another mentor pastor, um, counselor, pastor, who was able to give me feedback and then recommend uh, me for um, certification with ACBC. Um, this was all finished in 2022 in February, and the Lord used that for my growth as a pastor and then hopefully used that in the lives uh, of others in our church in terms of counseling. And, and that leads us uh, on that topic to number three. So people were, the word was preached, people were discipled, people were counseled. So um, here we see in Scripture that the, the word of God, the ministry of the word does, does not just end at a public preaching and teaching, but also in interactions in a variety of other ways. And in Acts 20, 20 says this, how I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you in public. So that's what we're doing right now, public teaching, and from house to house, so more interpersonal discipleship, um, ministry directed uh, to, to individuals as well. That's an important thing. You can see there, uh, I shared the 2020 and 2021 information for Pastor Wood and myself there um, for the first two years um, that I was here and the last couple of years through the pandemic. But here in 2021 or 2022, the Lord has provided a lot of opportunities for counseling. If you see there, it's just 31 different individual or family units. So that wasn't the people, but like it could be a husband and wife or uh, you know, individual person that I'm counseling. There was 31 different ones in 2022 um, of ministry, um, about 110 different formal counseling meetings where we would talk and pray and apply the scriptures and, and be there in that um, reality. Most were around an hour. Some of them would go longer, but it's in that average. And, and so you can see there um, uh, quite a few hours put into biblical counseling ministry, which is important for churches and pastors to be putting forward. And um, some of that was supervised, like I said, by uh, another seasoned pastor to be able to help me, encourage me, um, um, sharpen me, and, and be a part of that process as well. Pastor Wood, as you can see as well, had a ton of good ministry amongst the youth as well as engaging with a variety of other people as a pastor, even outside of the youth ministry and counseling dynamics and, and addressing a variety of different topics that you'd see there in your report. Uh, we, so we move on from there to number four, pastors led. Um, this is important here, Acts twenty twenty eight. Let's see what that says. It says, pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. And so shepherds are to be overseers. They are to be leaders spiritually for the flock in a variety of ways. And so here are just a few things um, we, we listed there. You could see in the report, the, the pastors led in the preaching, teaching, discipleship, and counseling care ministry. Other people were involved 
in some of this ministry, uh, but the pastor certainly, as you can see, even uh, in the earlier parts of the report, led in that. Uh, pastors, obviously, I'd mentioned also the weekly meetings to encourage one another, pray for the church, lead, um, to, to, to think through sermons, think through services, and, and, and lead. That was a regular thing that Pastor Wood and I were doing. We also planned worship services, as the Lord is, is calling us to do, along with other people in terms of other people being involved, but we, we led in that. Um, we also um, led our prayer service, and we'll, we'll, we'll continue to do that by God's help. Uh, and then we also um, led our business and members meetings um, throughout the year as well. And in 2022, uh, I also um, uh, led uh, second annual child care workers safety training as it relates to caring for the vulnerable amongst us and making our church safe. There's been a lot of news through the SBC and other things, other resources, other issues coming out. Um, this is the second time that I've done that, started that in 2021, plan on doing that annually. We really want to be able to lead in, in having our, play, our church to be a safe place for, for everybody uh, who comes. Um, and we also led in our you know, church mission to, to glorify God by building up and reaching out this emphasis of preaching discipleship in the Great Commission. Um, this is something that your pastors have focused in on as pastors uh, to lead our church. We also led, of course, in, to consider Great Commission partnerships and missionary opportunities in 2022, which is an important thing for uh, pastors to care and pray about and, and to be uh, encouraging the body to be considering as well. And issues of administration, though a lot of people are involved, there's an aspect that goes in there. You can see there in that paragraph a variety of things from websites and uploading and meetings and meeting with other committees and overall just engaging and then, you know, also equipping and, and deploying other church members to, to walk out into the gifts that God has given them. Um, and, uh, of course, pastors also led an, an SBC association involvement and and hosting and leading in our NGRBA uh, association meeting here and planning that here at First Baptist Church as well as uh, Wood and I weren't able to get to the annual meeting or even the state meeting this year for a variety of different things, but able to watch online to be aware of, of action items, resources, and other institutional distinctives and things in our denomination so we can lead along those lines, pastors led. So pastors led, but also we have uh, another office of the church, um, anybody remember that, knows what that is? There's two offices of the church, both pastors and it starts with the D, deacons, yes. Deacons served, so important, both clearly identified in Scripture. And let's see it in 1 Timothy 3.13. For those who serve well as deacons gain a good standing for themselves and also great confidence in the faith that is in Christ Jesus. Deacons served in a variety of ways, and in a lot of ways that their service kind of worked out was through the care contact list, being aware of, of people that, that they're aware of to be able to pass on different needs to other deacons and to other ministries to make sure that people were cared for well. Uh, deacons also discussed and implemented various benevolence initiatives in 2022, 2022, and when we compare to 2021 and 2020, um, there was quite a, a few different benevolence ways that the deacons were able to engage and care and meet needs and work together and really thankful for the ways that the deacons served and blessed us in that way. We also know that the deacons were regularly leading us in intercessory prayer and gospel-motivated giving on a week-by-week. Week. These are just kind of high-level things. Monthly deacons meetings that, that we would come, that we would, like I said, pray and care for the practical service needs of our church and 
um, implement those things together, encourage one another, and then also be seeking to do good ministry in the church. Um, also, deacons led in, in greeting and ushering and passing along prayer needs as they were made aware. We regularly saw that ministry being played out throughout the year, aided greatly by our deacons. Uh, also, the annual Naomi Blank Banquet, caring for our widows and having a meal. Um, they, they, they've served and planned and, and were a huge blessing in caring for widows. And if you look at the kind of proto-deacons in Acts 6, it's interesting that an issue of, of widows and widow care and some widows being neglected was one of the first big tasks for those initial deacons who were called. And so it's great that we, our deacons together, were a part of serving our widows in that way. And of course, as we're going to be seeing here this next week, part of, of serving during our uh, annual Christmas Eve service as well. There's many other things we can add, and we're really thankful for the ministry of our deacons to serve the body. We are stronger because of them. Thank you, brothers, those of you who are here. Such a blessing. Um, number six, trustees fixed and maintained. Uh, in, in past years, we had the bat issue. Not, not, not baseball bat, but bat. You all know what I'm talking about, the flying around bats and other things of that nature. Um, but this year, um, uh, a little bit less in terms of those types of, but, but just a regular maintenance and the parsonist maintenance. There's a lot that they did together um, in a variety of different ways. Let's look at Nehemiah 4.6. Remember last year trying to find a verse that would, uh, you know, potentially kind of fit in here with our trustees. But it says here, so we built the wall and all the wall was joined together to half its height, for the people had a mind to work. And so people who were able to use their gifts for these things blessed um, in, in that time that we see in Nehemiah, and we see that here in our church in a variety of ways, from our trustees and to others as well. Number seven, music ministry led in the worship through song. Uh, Colossians 3.16 says this, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Uh, our music uh, ministry and, and those who are involved led us in weekly God-glorifying music. Isn't that true? Glorifying God with biblical truth from music and song. The celebration choir, there were potlucks and, and training and meetings and planning. I mean, it's a, it's a whole ministry even... That, that gets into discipleship and things of that nature as well, all wrapped up in it, but for the end of leading us in God-glorifying music, praise God for that. Many God-glorifying rehearsals to that uh, dynamic there. Two cantatas, one in Easter, one in Christmas, and then all the meetings leading up to that, so we were blessed. This morning, blessed in a Christmas cantata. Thank you, those of you who serve in that way. Good Friday and Thanksgiving community choir services, they're involved, and our church is really involved in that. And then we also had the community choir Christmas concert that, that's been added this year uh, for the second year uh, in a row. That's just such a blessing. But that was a great ministry for our church, leading us to number eight. The congregation supported in gospel-motivated um, giving. Uh, each, uh, in, in 2 Corinthians 9, 7, each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver, which is why we emphasize gospel-motivated giving, not twisted arm giving or uh, works-based legalistic giving. No, gospel-motivated giving. Our church members generously gave to provide uh, for the salaries of, of four staff employees, including two pastors, 
a church secretary and a custodian. Our members have continued to regularly and generously and sacrificially give to maintain and grow ministry motivated by the gospel. Thank you, church. Thank you. And I wish everybody else was here as well to hear this as well. I think we pass this along on Sunday morning and we can going into the future so that more of our membership can be encouraged and uh, to continue in, in that way. We've given special missions offerings to, to MMO, that, which is our Missouri offering, to Annie Armstrong, Lottie Moon. This has been going on forever, but it happened in 2022. Again, I don't want to take that for granted. I want to point that out as a real blessing above and beyond any of our other percentages given on top of everything in terms of uh, uh, giving given specifically to those missions. We also gave a a lot of us specifically to the Parkinson's and then uh, took up this love offering for the family and their transition there um, and then also decided together for for some monthly partnership and and even to to do a Christmas care package to send out um, for things that they aren't able to get in Abu Dhabi, which is such a blessing and that's rooted in our congregation giving to those things and having a heart behind that. Thank you, church, for, for doing that. And I know talking to some of our Sunday school, there was some donations taken up for Haiti. We've had a lot of connections with Haiti, and I know there will be more going on into 2023 with uh, other opportunities there. But members responded in giving in that way as well. And then members participated in our biannual ministerial alliance, giving local benevolence and care to that kind of pool of funds to be used here in Gallatin. I know many members were giving in that way. And then... The congregation decided to utilize funds even for the installation of a new digital church sign based on feedback from our sign committee and then our congregational church vote. We decided to give uh, uh, money that we, that we had, but we're deploying it motivated by gospel realities for the glory of God. And those are all things that is, is a real blessing that we're doing as a church. So that finishes up number eight. Number nine, let's, let's keep roll, rolling through here. Fellowship was cultivated. First John 1, 3 says, that which we have seen and heard we proclaim also to you so that you too may have fellowship with us and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. Man, did we have potluck meals in 2022. We had the Easter breakfast together. We had a new member carrying uh, dinner. Remember I said we had six new members join in 2022. Uh, we had a, a, a special meal, a lunch after church, just, just to recognize and encourage them and have fellowship. There was a youth ministry fundraiser uh, carry-in dinner, or, or meal that the youth pre- prepared, and then we were able to do a fundraiser for them and for camp. There was a pastor appreciation uh, dinner, and then a harvest Christmas party dinner that we just had this month. That one's fresh, um, but that's all great uh, fellowship going on in our church, engagement, um, having a meal together. We also had this uh, Lake Viking uh, you know, potluck and cookout, barbecue, uh, fellowship and concert overlooking the water. If you, those of you who remember, that was a great place for fellowship to be cultivated. And we had a great time playing games during our um, barbecue there at Lake Viking. What a blessing. Um, I mentioned teenagers before for discipleship, but certainly they fit into fellowship as well. A regular meal and, and engagement and social fellowship and Christians getting together and, and being there for each other. Um, we also had our second annual Brotherhood Men's Ministry Fishing Tournament. Um, I actually caught a fish this year. I didn't get close to any of the prizes. I caught one fish. Last year, none. Hopefully, the next year, I'll just keep increasing that. But those of you who went to that, was a good time. Had a good meal. Had a wonderful time at the Willett's house. Uh, praise the Lord for that fellowship. Um, and then also, the new women's ministry began, and they had their first Christmas gathering event just recently Great turnout, great engagement, great fellowship. 
Uh, there was a monthly bi, uh, a bi-monthly women's coffee and fellowship as well that's been, I think I, I stumbled uh, across, across that meeting the other day uh, by a happenstance coming in and getting a cup of coffee and was able to see all the ladies in the fellowship there. Praise God for that. We hosted a baby shower this year at our church. Um, um, I already mentioned teenagers. We had a Super Bowl fellowship gathering and devotional time at halftime, which was a great time to have a good time together and then also um, uh, look at the word together in that situation. This year at Trunk or Treat, um, we participated and, and had our church van out and handed out candy and gave a bunch of uh, information and flyers about our, um, specifically our Pioneer Club schedule and invited them um, over to our church from that, had a lot of engagement with people in the community, hundreds of people and many flyers given out um, and people met uh, engagement with the, the, the community as well. What a blessing. Um, there were a lot of youth group outings and events from Nerf nights to movie nights to two different girls events, spa night and and paint night. I'm guessing that's painting nails and not painting walls because I don't remember any walls being painted. But what's that? Oh, no, painting pictures. Yeah, who says painting nails? What was I thinking there? Oh, what in the world? No, painting pictures. That's right. I remember seeing that. Very, very, very good. And then you also had the middle school and high school bonfires as that was split up and the middle school and high school fall party, a boys event watching the Chiefs game at the Marshall's house and fellowship and, and time all together. What a blessing. Of course, you have the two weeks of camp uh, and then an additional week of, of children's camp as well. And, and Wood and Ashley, of course, attending sporting events for, for people and youth and families in that way, band competitions, school events, things of that nature. Thank you for your work. What a blessing for that. Uh, our Pioneer Club meetings cultivated fellowship, didn't it? Uh, amongst leaders that were leading together and, and rubbing shoulders and engaging and talking and praying and, and, and partnering together and, and then also to the witness and discipleship of the students. What a blessing that was. And of course, our VBS, the whole VBS, similar kind of thing, but also the end of uh, summer, uh, end of VBS pool party and at the, at the Gallatin Club, uh, golf club. What a good time that was. Those of us who were involved in that, uh, that was really, really great for fellowship to be uh, cultivated. And then number 10, and finally and lastly, people were cared for and served. Philippians 2, 3 says this, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others, have the, this mind among yourself, which is yours in Christ Jesus. Oh, didn't we? We have, remember seeing all the Christmas boxes and materials that were donated uh, and shipped by our church to meet needs and care for and serve those who are unable to be able to have certain um, Christmas gifts and things of that nature. What a blessing that we were able to, to do that with our VBS and, and not with our VBS, with our Pioneer Club and then be able to pack those out and send those out. What a wonderful way that we served. Uh, meals were provided. I don't want to take this for granted either. Not every church has a weekly meal for Pioneer Club and youth group and VBS. I mean, all of that, I mean, is, is something really special that First Baptist Church of Gallatin is able to generously provide, serve, and care our community and to be able to provide meals, countless meals in that way to, to the kids and students who come in our doors who aren't necessarily always members of our church but are members of our community, and then we serve them in those great ways. We care for people by providing meals like that. Praise God for all of you who were involved in that. What a blessing. There's a ton of them throughout the year. Uh, meal trains for those in need. Someone was sick. Someone was in the hospital, coming back from the hospital, different things. Many people signed up for meals and did that. What a blessing. 
through our church. Blood drives were, were hosted at our church building this past year, which is a great thing for us to be doing as a church and serving and caring and, and meeting certain needs here in our community in that way. Uh, youth group, clothing, food, school supplies given, you know, hospital visitation, home fellowship, hospitality, a ton of care and service and fellowship and things going on. Uh, funerals were conducted and then hospitality com- committee prepared meals and cleaned up and planned and you know, scheduled things in the middle of crazy schedules to care for families going through terrible things. That's a wonderful thing that our church provided care and service in. I don't want us to forget it. I want us to be encouraged by it. Of course, our REACH youth, both middle school and high school Christmas event, um, delivering baskets to our older church members, also clothing and hygiene items, food, school supplies, and small amounts of money for transportation for anyone with a need kind of filtered through that youth ministry and then into the homes and, and, and lives of those students of theirs with those needs. And of course, we had mentioned benevolence, but there was a lot of benevolence distributed through First Baptist Church of Gallatin this past year in 2022 um, at our church and then also through the ministerial alliance and that cooperation that we have as a church. So that's 10 things. We could see them up on the screen again there, uh, kind of in close. Um, we just want to be able to be aware of the ministry going on, and there was more to be said in all of this, but that just gives us an overview of some of the things. You have it um, printed out as well. We'll give it to the rest of the church um, this coming Lord's Day Sunday so that other people can see it that weren't here tonight. Um, But I just am so thankful for everybody who's involved in the ministry of First Baptist Church, using your gifts, your heart, motivated by the gospel to pour out in a variety of these ways in committees and Sunday school classes and relationships in people's homes, over the phone coordinating, prayer chains, different things going on over and over again, ministry being cultivated, a lot of great ministry in 2022, looking forward to more great ministry in 2023. And I just want to close us to, to finish up this pastor's report in prayer, asking for God's help going on into the, a new year. Father, we're thankful for all the good ministry that's been done here at First Baptist Church. We pray for more of it. We pray for fruit to be just born out from everything that's done in the past. And we know that your word continues to do that, continues to move and work, and these things continue on, even in ministering the past. But help us to move forward in light of these things and be excited about ways in which we can use our gifts for your glory, for the good of this church, for the good of our community, for the good of unbelievers in our community, hearing the gospel. Lord, would you just continue to bless the ministry of First Baptist Church of Gallatin. We do all this in your power. We can't do it on our own. None of us can do it on our own. It's strengthened by your power through the Spirit, all motivated by the gospel, and all to bring you, O Lord, our God, glory. We say this in Jesus' name, amen.